The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. You're tuned in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, guiding your gridiron journey, none other than your host, former NFL lineman, Ross Tucker. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday, presented, of course, by DraftKings. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman. You know this, five teams, seven years, bunch of media gigs, bunch of podcasts. Today, we will record the vaunted Even Money Betting Podcast, one of the top five NFL betting podcasts in the galaxy which is very humbling. This is the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. We're daily Monday through Friday, 25 minutes about or less. We're giving you what you need to know about the NFL. Tuesday's one of my favorite days. Well, first of all, we have two awesome games last night to talk about, and then I'm going to let you know exactly what I think of your team because I'm going to let you know what I think of every team. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday. Love those of you that are spreading the word via social media at Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod, or rate and reviewing the show, or sending us the Spotify wrapped, or just emailing me, Ross at RossTucker.com, with whatever you've done to spread the gospel. Sponsor confirmation email winners, incredible. You take advantage of any of the deals for Game Time, or Babbel, or whatever, DraftKings. And then the YouTube shout-out is always fun, YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. You can get the full episodes of every show, and you can see the highlight clips of every show on that YouTube page, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. And as a reminder, if you subscribe, just hit the thumbs up and reply to any video saying, Ross, I would love one of those free cameo style videos, shout outs. You'll get it. You had a great chance to get it. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Today's patron of the day. Patreon.com slash RT Media, Jake Crittenden. Jake, welcome to the family. Hopefully you chime in on some of the threads and not just check out the Even Money betting spreadsheet, but if you do, that's okay. We actually, grades even goes up and down the movement of the teams in the power rankings, which is cool as well. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. 
Or else I don't think any of us expected these Monday night games to be exciting as they were, but they were good ones. We'll start with Will Levis. He does the improbable. He drives Tennessee down the field twice in the final four minutes to pull off a historic upset over the Dolphins. 28-27. Unbelievable. I mean, first of all, devastating loss for the Dolphins. Devastating. You are at home. You are big favorites against a rookie quarterback. You're up by two touchdowns with four minutes left. And you let them march down the field on you twice. And you do absolutely nothing offensively with your two opportunities. Wow. I mean, wow. This is one reason why people still don't really trust the Dolphins, still don't really look at them as a legit contender. They're kind of like the Lions of the AFC. Really good team, having a really good season. I'm not sure people really take them seriously as getting to the Super Bowl because of stuff like this. I mean, Tyreek Hill got hurt, and it was like their offense totally shut down. They, they couldn't do anything without Tyreek Hill. He, I mean, stats weren't that great. Four catches, like 61 yards, but last night might have helped his MVP candidacy. Except it didn't because they lost. Um, I mean, they had a defensive touchdown in the first half. That was their only touchdown. I mean, I think the Dolphins, I don't even know if the Dolphins had an offensive touchdown until the fourth quarter. They had the defensive pick six by Sealer uh, or Siler. I always get that one wrong. That's like one that's like a, uh, that's a blind spot for me. Because um, I've done several of his games and that's one I have to check the pronunciation guide every time I do a Dolphins game. Anyway, the the Titans tried to hand the Dolphins the game. Raheem Mostert had two touchdowns off of a muffed Titans punt and then a Titans fumble to go up by two touchdowns. Still wasn't enough. DeAndre Hopkins made big plays, probably had offensive pass interference at the end of the first half they didn't call. Then he made multiple plays late. Chigo Conquo, just a gigantic, gigantic win for Will Levis and Mike Vrabel, right? Levis wants to show that he should be the quarterback next year. That helps a lot. Vrabel wants to make sure he's the coach next year. That helps a lot. Cousin Tommy, he just keeps doing it. He did it again last night. New York beats Green Bay at home in the closing seconds, and now they're only one game out of a playoff spot. Unbelievable. Wait a minute. The Giants are only one game out of a playoff spot? I believe. They're either, I mean, at the very worst, they're two games. That's crazy. You know, he doesn't put up huge numbers, but he was 17 to 21. He was efficient. Uh, his legs were a big factor. What do you like better, Tommy Cutlets or the passing Paisano? I feel like Tommy Cutlets is better. And also, yes, the Packers are six and seven, and they control the seventh seed. So yes, the Giants are one game out of a playoff spot at five and eight. I kind of like uh, Marinara Mahomes. I saw that one. <laughs> It's so good. It's so good. And I love that they're like all in on it, you know? And by the, the way, agent. Uh, no, yeah, it's hilarious. By the way, I am, to my knowledge, 0% Italian, like zero, but I'm rooting for him. And I, I like, I feel like I'm rooting him for him because he's Italian and I'm not even Italian. I, like, I don't, I, I don't understand what's going on with Tommy DeVito right now. But it's amazing. 
The whole, it's like a movie. Like they're going to make a movie out of this. At least like a Netflix show. He lives with his parents. I mean, it's unbelievable. Um, he makes some really impressive throws, by the way. Like that touchdown throw to Isaiah Hodgins was big. He was clutch to get him in, in there for a game-winning uh, field goal after Saquon nearly blew the game. Saquon's been, been playing well since he came back from the injury, carried the load again, but he had the fumble where nobody touched him, and he fell to the ground, almost cost them the game, but Marinara Mahomes would not let it happen and finds a way to get the win. Wandell Robinson was a playmaker all night, I thought, for the Giants as well. He's a keeper. Jordan Love and the Packers were just kind of out of sync all night, right? Like They just, all night... It just seemed like they were not um, in rhythm. Really bad loss for them. Really, really bad loss for them. Speaking of bad losses, it'd be a bad loss for you if you didn't take advantage of the opportunity to get somebody special in your life tickets for an upcoming event on the Game Time app. This thing is glorious. You guys know I'm like borderline obsessed with it. For those of you who watch at youtube.com slash NFL, I usually show you the game time app. With the bowls coming up and with these NFL games late season, or, you know, forget that. Just look in your area. Look for concerts. Whatever you're, whoever you need to get uh, a gift for, there's nothing better in my mind than getting them tickets, especially when you can see the view from your seat before you buy you know you're getting a great deal before you check out because they have the total all up front. You can buy the tickets in seconds with two taps. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code ROSS for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. So again, create an account and redeem code ROSS for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. It's time for the all-important Power Rankings. The worst team in the history of the NFL is... We'll start the shocker of the world. Carolina Panthers, 32. I mean, there's not much to say. They're a really tough team to watch. Um, the, the only question I have for them now is whether or not they can, they can get Bryce Young to come back from this. Because it's bad. When you watch, it's bad. 31st is the Washington Commanders. They had a buy, so not really much to say about those guys this week. Arizona Cardinals at 30. They had a buy, so not much to really say about those guys this week. Hopefully we'll have something to say about the Patriots, 29. <laughs> they got a win. They're coming off a win. They're moving up. They were 31 last week. Now they're 29. Don't look now, although they've already officially been eliminated from the playoffs. They were at least competitive in that Steelers game. I mean... Still such a bad I – mean, I can't believe – I can, but I can't believe the Steelers just lost back-to-back home games to the Arizona Cardinals and the New England Patriots with everything that's at stake for the Steelers in terms of the playoffs. Just – you got to win one of those games, man. You have to. 28th, New York Jets. So if Zach Wilson plays like that, the Jets can win any game they play. Right, because we know that their defense is legitimately good, and if Zach Wilson just gives them a chance to win by putting up twenty points, the Jets are good enough to beat anybody. 
27s, the LA Chargers. San Diego, Super Chargers. San Diego, Chargers. San Diego, Chargers, go. So Justin Herbert, I think might have finger surgery today. Um, likely done for the season, which makes sense. Uh, why would he come back? Like, why would he come back and try to play? They're out of it. They're not making the playoffs. To try to battle through and maybe make that finger worse on his throwing hand makes absolutely no sense. The coach is getting fired. It's a lost season. Heal up. 26 is the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders. Well, now they've lost three in a row. So it feels like the momentum they kind of had with the Antonio Pierce thing is lost. Who'd they lose to? The Dolphins, the Chiefs. Those two you can kind of understand. But then at home to the Vikings, like that was a very, very, very winnable game. I'm actually watching that game um, through the first half, you know, watching every snap because I'm doing Vikings at the Bengals on Saturday for Westwood One. Maybe you guys can get the game time app. Check that out and check out your boy. One of you guys already reached out to me. I might might be able to say hi. It'd be great if you're in Cincinnati area going to the game. So one of the team talked about earlier, 25 Tennessee Titans. Yeah, I mean, not much to say other than they're really trying to build for next year, and they're really trying to get Will Levis as much experience as possible. And I think Levis, to me, has shown enough so far that he would be my quarterback going into the season next year. You know, I might have somebody else there, you know, just in case or as a, you know, as backup, so to speak. But Levis has done some, some really impressive things. And another one, the Giants at 24. They're not an easy team to beat right now. They're playing much better on defense. DeVito's kind of giving them a spark. You know, we always say it, Jack. It's not necessarily who you play. It's when you play. I'm like, the Eagles have to play the G-men twice in the last three games. Those are not going to be easy games. The Giants are not. They're not laying down. 23 is the Chicago Bears. Wow. How about the Bears? I mean, their record's not very good, but they've got some momentum now. They're 5-8 and eight, like the Giants. They've won a couple in a row. Iberflus might be saving his job right now. 22nd is New Orleans Saints. Oh, when the Saints come marching in. Oh, when the Saints come marching in. They probably won't score that many points. But they're still tied, tied for first place with the Falcons and the Bucks. It really becomes a four-game season for all of them. Um, speaking of four, Jack, there's no transition here whatsoever. I just wanted to say... You should order stuff on DoorDash. When it's halftime of the game, ordering time, two-minute warning, you got that's your cue to order in. Get everything you want delivered while you root for your squad. So that means burgers, fries, drinks, you name it. And if you have a Dash Pass membership, you can get the new Wendy's Loaded Nacho Cheeseburger delivered. So right now, the Loaded Nacho Cheeseburger is exclusively available with Dash Pass at participating U.S. Wendy's. For a limited time, Jack, you know you got to wash it down with something. It's Labatt Blue Light. Man, I love me some Labatt Blue Light. Might have a Labatt Blue Light with my wife tonight. A little date night. 
Labatt Blue Light Date Night. Live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. 21st is Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Currently in first place in the NFC South. We're going to have back-to-back eight and nine winners of that division, aren't we? Jack, you're the, you're Mr. Research Guy. Look up the last time that happened, that the division winner had a losing record back-to-back years. Good luck with that one. <laughs> we'll continue our NFC South World Tour at the Falcons at 20. I intentionally put all three of these teams together. I really don't know. They're all the same to me. So I bunched them all in the exact same category. 19th, Minnesota Vikings. They're not worthy of it this week after Sunday. They won, Jack. Three points. They won. You're a big points guy, too, I've noticed. Are you, you're not even a millennial. You're sub-millennial, aren't you? You're younger than a millennial? I'm like, I think it's Gen Z, technically. Yeah. You Gen Z guys, it's like all about points and yards. Like That's all you care about. They won the game. Hello? Hello? You play to win the game. So they are the Minnesota Vikings. Curious to see what they do at quarterback this week. They could go ahead and let me know that for my preparation. That would be helpful. I feel like Dobbs is more exciting. But also uh, Mullins might be running the offense a little bit smoother than Dobbs. 18s of Pittsburgh Steelers. Here we go. I kind of already said what I was going to say about the Steelers, right? I mean, that was a couple of brutal losses. Kenny Pickett's still out this week. It's Trubisky time. My question there now is, like, how bad does Trubisky have to be before they put in Mason Rudolph? 17's Indianapolis Colts. Not a good performance by them. They had been kind of on a roll until they laid that egg in Cincinnati. They got to bounce back. How about that game? That'll be right after my game. Dude, all these games, Jack, Saturday, all six teams very much in the playoff race. It's Vikings at the Bengals, Steelers at the Colts, I think Broncos at the Lions. It's going to be a great, great Saturday of NFL football. And um, the Colts, boy, that's a, that, it's not an elimination game, but that, that Colts-Steelers game feels real important. They're fighting for their standing in the Ross Tucker football power rankings. 16 is the Seattle Seahawks. It's weird because I don't feel like the Seahawks are a bad team. I mean, I have them right in the middle. But they've now lost four games in a row. They got a big chance to win. Eagles aren't playing great. Monday night, Battle of the Birds, Hawks, Eagles. Monday night, huge, huge game for both teams. 15 to Green Bay Packers. Dun, 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 dun. Go, Pat, go. Dun, 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 dun. So that, I mean, that's a really, really bad loss. All of the positive vibes of the winning streak, everything you were feeling about them beating the Chiefs, it like all went out the window with that loss to the Giants. I mean, evidently, according to Jack, the Packers are still in the playoffs, which would be a heck of an accomplishment. But... I don't know. That was a bad loss. That is per NFL.com's playoff picture. 14 is the Cincinnati Bengals. Meanwhile, the Bengals, per that same thing, are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. They're in 10th in the AFC. The Bills are in 11th in the AFC. 
Because how many seven and six teams are there? That's nuts. A bunch of seven and six teams. Hey, the Bengals, I think, are going to be in this thing till the end. They got to beat the Vikings on Saturday, but who day? Who day? Who day going to beat them Bengals? 13, Cleveland Browns. So the Browns, I almost forgot about this, Jack, but the Browns are going to be the team I'm riding with this week. Brought to you by Wrangler, made for the ride of life. Save 15% on your first Wrangler.com order with promo code ROSS15. I'm liking what I'm seeing from the Browns right now. I mean, now their defense, for whatever reason, isn't playing as well as it was earlier, but they get Denzel Ward back. They start to play better like they were earlier. You combine that with Flacco playing professional quarterback getting the ball to the right guys, throwing completions on third down, moving the ball. All of a sudden, the Browns become a a dangerous team now, a a dangerous team to play against. 12, LA Rams. Tough, tough loss, man. That would have been huge. That would have been a gigantic win for those guys. They were right there, just not able to get it done against the Ravens. That That was a tough one. 11s, the Houston Texans. Bad loss. I think it says something about something that they still only, they're still 11, you know, with that bad of a loss to the Jets. Uh, the big concern and discussion this week obviously revolves around CJ Stroud in the concussion protocol. 10th, Jacksonville Jaguars. Couple of back-to-back bad losses for them, like real bad losses for them, winnable games, and now they're kind of coming back to the pack. They're only one game ahead of the Colts and the Texans. They had a chance to really give themselves some breathing room and cushion there in the AFC South. Believe it or not, Denver Broncos at nine. I believe it. How about the Broncos? I mean, they haven't. They've only won one in a row, but it's got to be like six of their last seven or something like that, other than that Texans loss. Good for them, man. I think we forget sometimes teams get better, teams get worse during the course of the season. Eight Detroit Lions. So really bad loss, but they're still, especially with that loss by the Packers, still firmly in control in the NFC North. They're two games ahead of the Vikings, so – those Saturday games are critical for Minnesota and, and the Lions. Seven is the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. What a loss. I mean, that it's bad enough to lose to the to, to a team like that, the Titans at home, Jack. It's it's how they lost. It's how they lost, which is so hard to fathom. I mean, the, the Titans gave them a pick six. They fumbled a punt. They had that other fumble, and the Dolphins still can't win that game at home. Just such a bad look. Six is Kansas City Chiefs. You know, speaking of bad looks, I want to give kudos to Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, Jack. Yesterday, I expressed disappointment in those guys and how they handled themselves after, well, for Mahomes during and after the game when talking about the officiating against the Bills, love the way they both handled it yesterday. I mean, Andy Reid said, listen, Tony didn't do the right thing 
checking with the official and making sure he was okay. And Mahomes was on the radio and said, yeah, it's, uh, I said a bad example for kids. I shouldn't have done that. And um, I love that. You know, we all make mistakes in life. It happens. It's normal. It's how you respond to those mistakes and how you handle them that really defines who you are as a person. And love the way that Reed and Mahomes owned up to it. Fifth is the Buffalo Bills. How about that? The Buffalo. They're 11th in the AFC right now. And fifth in my power rankings. The Buffalo Bills? Make it make sense. Can't wait till DraftKings posts this on social media. People are like, oh yeah, the Bills. Oh yeah, they win one game. Oh, the Bills. Fourth is Philadelphia Eagles. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. The bad news is they lost back-to-back games. The good news is they still have as good a record as anybody, and those two teams happen to be my top two ranked teams in the entire league. Three, Baltimore Ravens. I still feel like when you watch them, and I watch them a lot on Sunday against the Rams, they're really missing Mark Andrews. It just feels like Lamar is holding on to the ball for a while. Whereas before, he would he would throw that. Um, he'd be able to throw that to Andrews. Like, that was, like, who he trusted in those situations. But they won, so they deserve it. Who is the Dallas Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? Number two for the first time since week two. The exact two same top two teams since week two. Cowboys have earned it. Playing really well, both sides of the ball. Dak is locked in. Ferguson's been a huge boost. The offensive line's playing at a high level. Cowboys, this could be the year. Ross's number one team, which is totally meaningless, but it's fun and will get many of you incredibly annoyed, is... And number one is the San Francisco 49ers. I don't think anybody would even debate this at this point. Although I will say this, they weren't like as dominant against the Seahawks as they were against the Eagles or maybe people were expecting them to be. I kind of thought that would happen. I kind of thought there'd be a letdown. I didn't know that Geno Smith wouldn't play. That uh, was not good for the Even Money Betting Podcast. Speaking of that, Fezzik will join us tomorrow. We're talking all game situations and all the situations that coaches mess up all the time and why the Jags went for two. Should be awesome. I think we're done here. Shout out my Thanks for tuning in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also check out Even Money, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft, all on the DraftKings Network, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. Shout out myfrontpagestory.com. Do you guys realize I guarantee I'll sign a press pass and send it to you? All you have to do is get a loved one a story all about them for the holidays, myfrontpagestory.com. I mean, that's a win-win for you guys. The other shout-outs, Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, how about humanheadnyc.com, steakhousesports.com, go-bangles.com, and backoffischedule.com.